breaking apart secrets of the universe here. It takes a very special set of ears to be able to hear them because, and what I mean by that is, is exactly what Neville's saying here. We can't even transcend unless we believe that we are the being that transcends. So to be able to hear these words that I'm saying to you now with the ears of wisdom and understanding, you have to be in that state, this state of wisdom, understanding, transcension. Welcome back to another episode of Daily Neville. I am your host, Josiah Brandt, and Daily Neville is all about breaking down the teachings of Neville Goddard, making them easy to understand, easy to digest, easy to apply in 20 minutes or less. Today, we are continuing with season three. Season three is all about Your Faith is Your Fortune, a 1941 book written by Neville Goddard. Now, this 1941 book was also referenced in episode one, the previous episode of this series, where we talked about a famous metaphysician and ceremonial magician and occultist, Israel Rigardi, and his review of Neville's work. And in that little excerpt that I shared in the previous episode, he talked a little bit about Neville's book, Your Faith is Your Fortune, and some of the ideas that we're really going to dive in today. So this is uh, really follows episode one. So if you haven't watched episode one, stop here, go back, watch episode one, come back here to this episode, and we will continue with Your Faith is Your Fortune. So the first chapter of this book is titled, Before Abraham Was. And the subtitle of this book, Your Faith is Your Fortune, is Man's Faith in God is Measured by His Confidence in Himself. Verily, verily, I say unto you, before Abraham was, I am. John 8, 58. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Neville translates, In the beginning was the unconditioned awareness of being, and the unconditioned awareness of being became conditioned by imagining itself to be something. And the unconditioned awareness of being became that which it had imagined itself to be, and so did creation begin. By this law, first conceiving, then becoming that conceived, all things evolve out of no thing. And without this sequence, there is not anything made that is made. What Neville is describing here is a template of creation. It's a template. This is how creation happens. And he's talking about this at the source code of reality level. As we discussed in the prior episode, Unconditioned awareness of being is just our simple consciousness. It's just a simple awareness. It's it's not awareness of being something yet. That would be a condition placed upon it. Unconditioned awareness of being is just a simple, eternal, infinite awareness. And that is our source. That is where this whole manifested universe begins. It begins at this infinite, eternal, immortal, omnipotent, omnipresent, universal source. And that source is unconditioned awareness of being. And that source began with an act of creation with a desire. And that desire was, on some level, to know itself. 
the source desired to know itself, to explore itself. And on some level, source asked, what am I? And if there's infinite and eternal answers to that question, and source said, well, let's start. Let's start exploring the answers to the questions, what am I? And with that began this creative act, because source asked the question, had formed some sort of desire to know itself. And then, based on what we're reading here, imagined itself to be something. Well, what am I? Well, I can be anything. Well, let's try being something. So let's imagine something. That's what Source said. So Source, through a creative act, imagined something. And then, because Source is a source code and conforms to the programming that is laid upon it, Source became what it imagined itself to be. And this is the template. This is how creation begins. And you and I, as children of God, children of Source, offsprings, posterity, we can imitate the Father in us or imitate Source in us or imitate this template of Source consciousness in us by creating in the same way that we have been created. So we can mimic this original creative act in our own microcosmic way, understanding that on a macrocosmic level, this is what created the universe, the cosmos. And we do this by conceiving ourselves to be something and then becoming that something. This is the idea of states. We identify a state that we wish to occupy and then we move into it and we take up residency in that state until we find a new state. And what precipitates each move from state to state is desire. And we'll get into that a lot more going forward. For now, continuing with Neville's words. Without this sequence, first conceiving, then becoming conceived, then becoming that which is conceived, there is not anything made that is made. Before Abraham or the world was, I am. When all of time shall cease to be, I am. I am the formless awareness of being, conceiving myself to be man. By my everlasting law of being, I am compelled to be and to express all that I believe myself to be. I am compelled to be and express all that I believe myself to be, because this is the template. This is how source code operates. Source code must experience what it believes itself to be, because it, it is seeking to know itself. So it's seeking to know itself through its beliefs about itself or its images. It's creating images of itself, and then it's walking into those images and, and taking up occupancy and, and turning those you know, ghosts into so-called reality and, and, and giving them life, giving life to, to two-dimensional images, making them three-dimensional. That's really what this is in this, in this mind of God, creating cubic realities out of ideas or visions or, or imaginings. And it, we are compelled by the everlasting law of being. We are compelled to be and express all that we believe ourselves to be. This is the, the source of this idea that we now talk about a lot in these metaphysical communities of self-concept. We are compelled 
by the everlasting law of being to be and express our self-concept. Self-concept, self-conception. I am the eternal nothingness containing within my formless self the capacity to be all things. I am that in which all my conceptions of myself live and move and have their being, and apart from which they are not. I dwell within every conception of myself. From this withinness, I ever seek to transcend all conceptions of myself. I'm going to read that again. I dwell within every conception of myself. I, the infinite being, I, the eternal source, drawing from the infinite treasure house of eternity, all of the possible states that could be occupied, I dwell within all conceptions of myself, within every conception of myself. And from this withinness, I seek to transcend all conceptions of myself, to know the unknowable, to know the infinite. By the very law of my being, I transcend my conceptions of myself. Only as I believe myself to be that which does transcend. You see what Neville's saying here? It's not even what he's saying. He's transmitting. He's relating. He's revealing. Do you see what he's revealing here? Illuminating. He's illuminating something here. And he's saying that there's all states, and a state would be a shorthand for conception of self. All possible conceptions of self exist, and we inhabit all possible conceptions of self, and we can only change or transcend our conceptions of ourself even as we believe ourselves to be a being that transcends. And this is the very law of being. This is the very law of consciousness itself. This is this is the source. This is the fundamental law of source. I am the law of being. And beside me there is no law. I am that I am. Beside me there is no law. I am that I am. You make a bold statement like that. You're not talking about your human identity. It is not the human identity that is making a claim to be source itself. It's contained within source, yes. But there is the point is there's a deeper, deeper layer of the being that is I am, that is the awareness, that is the observer. And then there's all the stories layered on top that the observer is experiencing. The stories are a part of God, but they're not source itself. They're being told within source. Word on the page is not the book itself. It's contained within the book. Very similar analogy to what we're talking about here. There there is a layer of our being that is source awareness itself. And it is the simple awareness of being. The immortal, eternal awareness of being. The one that survives the death of the physical body. That's the part of us that is source, that is infinite, that is eternal, that is one. The one behind the eyes. The one behind all of the characters. The one behind all of the costumes. One, the the storyteller, the author of the story itself, that observer, that is the one. 
the infinite, the eternal, the immortal, the everlasting source itself. And at our fundamental root cause, that is our true identity. These earthly, physical, human, mortal identities being but shadows. They're but shadows. Breaking apart secrets of the universe here. It takes a very special set of ears to be able to hear them. Because, And what I mean by that is, is exactly what Neville's saying here. We can't even transcend unless we believe that we are the being that transcends. So to be able to hear these words that I'm saying to you now with the ears of wisdom and understanding, you have to be in that state, this state of wisdom, understanding, transcension. And you have a choice because you are infinite eternal awareness playing the part of a shadow. You have a choice. Will you hear these words? Will you shift states? Will you shift your conception of yourself? Who are you choosing to be? Powerful illuminations. Very short chapter before Abraham was. In the next episode of Daily Neville, we will explore the second chapter of this book, which is titled, You Shall Decree. Until then, as always, my friends, there's only ever one thing to do, and that is Imagine wisely, and I'll see you in the next.